your boy Big. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. I'm back. Better than ever. Uh, man, damn it. <laughs> I'm going to get it right in a second. Man, uh, first of all, appreciate y'all tuning in. Wherever you tuning in. However you tuning in. For real, for real. Like, thank you. And the last... Before I go into my, my, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Before I go into the show, before I go into my spiel, I just, I don't know. I hadn't been feeling myself lately. You know, I hadn't been feeling like myself lately. I've been kind of not down or weary or nothing like that. Not ill or anything of that nature. Just... Blah, sometimes, just, uh, you know, indifferent about a lot of things. Y'all ever felt indifferent? She's like, well, whatever, you know. It's cool, I do whatever. Eh, it don't matter. That that type of, that type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym helps, though, so. I'm going to hit the gym when I get done recording this and uploading it for you guys' it's listening pleasures. And again, thank you, everybody in the U.S. of A. Shout out to Team USA, Megan Rapinoe in the, in, the, in the squad that beat the Netherlands 2-0 on Sunday. Went on and took care of business. Back-to-back Women's World Cup champions. Shout out to the U.K. We've got a couple listeners over there. Saudi Arabia, Canada. Canada had a tough week last week, I guess. Peru, Spain, Philippines, Taiwan, Bahrain, all of them. Appreciate y'all. Now, when I say Canada had a tough weekend, if you listening to this show, then clearly you're into sports. Or maybe you're just listening because you like to hear me talk. But I highly doubt it. <laughs> but the, the last domino... The last important domino to fall in the NBA free agency finally fell. Kawhi uh, 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 Leonard, he finally made his decision. Took his talents to Southern California, Los Angeles, La La Land, to join the illustrious the undubitably, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> he joined the Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers finally have a real superstar player. After all these years, I'm 30 plus. And I've never known the Clippers to have a 
star. Like, I think the best player I've ever seen the Clippers have. Well, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Chris Paul was a superstar. My bad. My how fast we forget. He was traded there after the, the Lakers tried to get him from the Pelicans. Had Blake Griffin, who was a star. But neither of those guys have the offensive and defensive abilities of a Kawhi Leonard. Now, Chris Paul is only like 6'2", 6'3", so, you know, he's a little deficient when it comes to certain things and skills that Kawhi can possess or does possess. Neither of them have championship hardware, defensive player of the year awards, none of that. Not saying that they're not, you know, Blake Griffin is a star and Chris Paul was a superstar, so to speak, at his peak prime. But neither of them fucking with a picture of Kawhi Leonard. So here you have a guy from Southern California who decides, I don't want to go play with LeBron and the Lakers, Anthony Davis, you know, the likes of looking up in the rafters and seeing number 8, 24, 32, 34, whatever number Kareem was, 33, 42, James Worthy. These are the numbers that he has to look at in the rafters. He want to go do that. He going to still see them only when they play in the Lakers because <laughs> they cover him up during the Clipper home game. But he didn't come alone. Oh, no. He got he got Lawrence Frank and company and Jerry West to commit to sending not one, not two, not three, but five first-round draft picks, I believe all unprotected. To Oklahoma City for Paul George, who coming off a double shoulder surgery. Also was in the running for the MVP before those shoulders started to go out on him. Running for the defensive player of the year before those shoulders started to go out on him. Was also rumored to be a Laker last summer. It was a lot that went on over the weekend. Over the last week and a half, week week or so, a lot of free agents, you know, went. Last show I did was called the waiting game. I was just waiting on Kawhi, and he finally made his decision. Now, the the word was that the Thunder offered Russell Westbrook and Paul George for Pascal Siakam. Fred Van Vliet, and one other player. But they also wanted a bunch of first-round picks. And Masai Ujiri was just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm in the East. We got a championship. The country loves me. The team loves me. I'm sure he just got a raise not to go to Washington. And he said, yeah, I'm just not going to do it. They'll compete with what they have, probably trade Marcus all before the trade deadline if they're not in, you know, top three Seeding in the East, in my humble opinion. And they'll see what they can do without him. Um, I was of the mindset that he was either going to the Lakers 
or going to back to Toronto on a short deal. I was wrong just like most other analysts. You know, your Chris Broussard, your Stephen A. Smiths, your Jalen uh, Rose. Most analysts out there that are, you know, talking on TV on a daily about the subject matter had them going to the Lakers or going back to the Clippers. I mean, to the Raptors. Nobody on, on TV who was making statements saying where they thought he was going, where they heard he was going, said he's going to the Clippers. Ramona Shelburne and Shams and Woj, all of them, they're writers. You know what I'm saying? They actually write dated, you know, daily, weekly, however often about the game. They, they are insiders. They are talking to people. Not saying that these other guys don't have insiders anymore. It's just once you become that type of figurehead where you're not necessarily writing about the game as much as you were, you're not going to press conferences and doing all this stuff. You got too much stuff on your hands. Not to say that they don't have insiders. It's just it's a different kind. It's a different form, different style. And so this is where we're at. Kawhi Leonard made his choice. He said, nah, bro, I'm not going over there to the, to the Lakers. I go to the Clippers. And here we are. Now, what does this say about LeBron James's legacy? I've heard that question a lot. Where my yak? Hold on. Let me let me grab my yak out the fridge. Good old yak, good old yak. Yak, yak, yak. Don't come back. Mini fridge on deck. Woo. That's some good yak. I'm sipping Guider's whiskey today, too, if you. If you must know, I am drinking yak today. But a lot of questions have come up. What do we do with what, what do we make of LeBron now as a recruiter and all that? Now let's not get it twisted. The Lakers have bounced back, in my opinion, pretty well. You got Boogie Cousins, Danny Green. Resign Rondo, resign JaVale McGee, went out and get Avery Bradley, uh, Quinn Cook from the Warriors. Hmm, let's see, what are they missing? Oh, they got Jared Dudley. And they still got Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma. They resigned KCP. See, LeBron needs vets anyway to win. He does need a veteran-type team. In his three championships, he has veteran players starting for him, mainly with him. And I look at the, I don't look at this as a, I mean, of course, if you don't get Kawhi Leonard, it's a big loss. But, you know, you got some, you got some gamers out there. You got a, a few champions on your team. Outside of LeBron, you got Rondo who don't want to ring. Danny Green got a couple now. Hell, even even Quinn Cook got a championship. So, JaVale McGee, like, let's not just act like 
They got nothing out there. But what does it say about LeBron, the recruiter? It says that LeBron James is going to be 35 years old in December. Kawhi Leonard is 28, fresh off another MVP, fresh off of beating the Warriors who were injured, which is why he knows he needs to get help if he's going to be a Clipper because he wasn't going to go to L.A. by himself. Report was he told Jerry West, them boys, in, in the interview, look, if you can go get me somebody. He wanted Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant wanted to go to New York. He didn't want to be back in the East Coast. He a Southern Cal guy. Kevin Durant's from the DMV. They, he wanted to play with him, but he's a guy from the DMV and Kevin Durant, and Kawhi's a guy from Southern Cal. So it's like, damn, I can't get KD. Hmm. Who out there? Let me go get Paul George. If you can get Paul George, then, hey, I'm your guy. And they made it happen. They made it happen. Now, as far as LeBron goes, I don't, I don't know. I can't sit here and act like I know how much he was, you know, trying to meet with Kawhi or trying to set something up to talk to him about whatever and where, where they were if they did have a meeting. You know, I don't know that. I can't say that I do. But it does show that, man, last year Paul George could have came back home. Said, nah, man, I'm going to stay here with Russ. But then him and Russ get put out in the first round, and allegedly they've had some back and forth, some issues here since the, the first round exit. So now you get a call from Kawhi that you're not expecting. And, hell, it's the NBA. They can just... You know, hey, man, look, I want to get out of here, man. I ain't feeling this shit. I got to go. And that's what happened. So it, I, I can't say that LeBron's a terrible recruiter, but it does show that mm, Kawhi called and he was willing to add, demand a trade. <laughs> but last summer, I'm going to re-up and stay in OKC. I don't know. I don't know. But the like I believe both franchises, not just both franchises, the league itself is better for Kawhi going to the Clippers. I mean, damn, I had five missed calls from my cousin late that night, early the next morning. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I got scared. I thought something was wrong. I called him back, I said, Cole, what going on, Cole? What going on? Oh, because Kawhi just signed with the Clippers. That's all. It ain't nothing serious. I said, man, if you don't get your ass on all the tequila I've been drinking. Man. Shout out to the Thirsty Turtle Boy and karaoke night because I got slizzard Saturday night, boy. I just needed to. I just had one of those nights where I, I, I got to go out, get me a few drinks. Shout out to my boy Demo and Break the Press. You know what I'm saying? And burn one. We we the killer bees, man. We we working on something right now. Shout out to those guys, man. But yeah, man, you know, Kawhi made his decision. Now the funny thing is, you got Paul George, who's gonna be coached by Doc Rivers, and allegedly, well not allegedly, Paul George used to date Doc Rivers' daughter. Now, that's, that's what they say. 
And they say he cheated on her with a stripper from Miami. That's the rumor. Now, this was back in 2014. He offered, allegedly offered to pay a stripper $1 million to abort their child. She still followed through with the pregnancy. She was also rumored to be somebody who messed around with Lil Wayne. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. He traded his own son and then turned around and traded for the guy that used to date his daughter. It's crazy, ain't it? Like, hell, Doc probably don't care. Hell, he probably been fucking off, too. Hell, shit, he probably... Shit, come on, son. Come on, son. Shit, don't... This shit old, man. We trying to win some championships over here. I'm, I'm happy for Doc Rivers, hell. Because when he had a big-time team in Boston, he took them to the ship and they won. Now, that was the East, but he did have to go... Through the Lakers to win it all. One time for the one time. So, we're going to see. It's going to be a great NBA season, man. I'm This the most excited I've been for the NBA in, I know, at least five years. Maybe six. Like, it, the, the balance of power is definitely a, a, a good level playing field and equal balance. Now, since we, we still here on this, this NBA talk, I guess to talk about the summer league, mainly Zion Williamson in the first game, come out there, went four for nine. It's an earthquake that night. And my boy get a bro, I said a bro, a bruised knee. So he ain't playing no more in the summer league. He done. Told somebody earlier, I wouldn't even have his ass out there playing. Say what you want, but he wouldn't even been out there. He could have showed up and signed some autographs or something, did warm-ups, dressed out with the team. But that, man, he wouldn't have been playing. Hell no. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. His counterpart, R.J. Barrett, he been having a pretty uh, damn awful summer league so far. But it's summer league, man. You know, hey, go out there, shoot the ball. He ain't playing with a lot of. I mean, he playing with Kevin Knox and Mitchell Robinson and uh, another cat out there that, that got some tick for him last year. But still, it's just different. You you out here? I think it's the number, man. He changed his number from five to nine, and that's just an ugly number. You know, Rondo the only number nine out there. I'm respecting, like, yeah. Now, now, we talked about Paul George being traded, so that leaves Russell Westbrook out there to fend for itself. Now, as soon as he got traded, all the rumors started. Where he going? Is he getting traded? Now, my first reaction was, I initially told the cat, I said, hey, Miami Heat. That was my first reaction. And then I said, no, 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 no. Miami ain't got the, 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 the assets, man. 
Yeah, they, they, you know, Pat Riley don't mind spending the money. That ain't never been a problem for Pat, but the assets. I said, well, who got the assets, man? And I'm, I heard Miami, Detroit. I even saw a meme today talking about Chicago. But in the Knicks. But the New Orleans Pelicans got the assets. They got a, they got a few draft picks. Just saying. Just saying. Now, the thing is, would Russ want to be traded immediately? I'm sure he does. But if you wait up until December, a little bit after December, then you could trade Lonzo Ball, a few first-round draft picks. And now you got Drew Holiday, Zion Williamson, and Russell Westbrook. And Drew on the last year of his contract, I think. Or maybe he has two years left. It's not bad, man. It's not bad. I'm just, hey, I'm just throwing some shit out there. Look, these other motherfuckers get on TV every day talking all this shit like they just know. Them motherfuckers don't know either. They don't know. What what Rich Homie Quan say? They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They even heard the Rockets get thrown out there. Bitch, please. Like Samuel Jackson said in Spider-Man, bitch, please. Which I'll talk about that movie a little later. But we shall see, man. I I mean, Rush, look. It's over with in OKC. It's been over with in OKC. They talking about what Paul George committed. Bro, it's, oh, it's just like people talking about Portland, right? Portland don't get free agents and all that. Because it's Portland. Ain't nobody checking to go there in the, in the offseason and kick it. But I damn sure guarantee you people expect. Okay. Let me just say this. Especially the NBA, right? 70% African American. Or African. 70% brown-skinned people, I'm sure. 70%. How many brown-skinned folk you know? Including yourself that's listening right now. Want to go to Portland, Oregon at any time. Don't worry, I'll wait. I only know one brown-skinned family that lived in, in Oklahoma. They lived in Oklahoma City. So one of my frat brothers, what I'm saying, he used to have to go to Oklahoma City. But that was it. Now I'm sure it is a, a lot of brown-skinned people in Oklahoma. Hell, Tulsa is the home of, uh, of the goddamn bombing. Black Wall Street. So I know it's black people there. But that ain't no vacation state. Man, bro, I'm finna go to Oklahoma. <laughs> you feel me? What? Why? No goddamn boomer sooner? So, yeah, it's gonna be tough to get people to come there if you don't draft them. Hell, they drafted... Five All-Stars down there, and they got rid of three of them. Well, they got rid of two and let one walk. And now they finna get rid of a fourth. So, you know, I mean, hell. You draft pretty well, but you don't. 
didn't want to pay James Harden $80 million. But then you turn around and pay Paul George 100 and something, and then you trade him. God damn it. But Sam Preston's a great GM. Great GM. He'll, he'll figure it out. That's what they say. Bitch, please. <laughs> man, look, I'll be right back, man. I got to go to a short break. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. You dig. Memphis 10, Memphis 10, what's happening? Look, check it out. If you out there and you looking for a new hairstylist, look no more. My good friends over at Hair Major got you covered. I'm talking, look, they got your natural hairstyles, your braids, your extensions, haircuts, shaves, and hair color. So, if you're on the ground, follow them right now. Hair Major, that's right, Hair, M-A-E, underscore J-O-R. Or if you want to book an appointment, go to hairmajor.as.me. That's hair, M-A-E-J-O-R, dot A-S, dot M-E. And if you're still just on the book, facebook.com forward slash hairmajor. Major spelled M-A-E-J-O-R. You will not, shall not be disappointed. And make sure when you book your appointment, little no big sent you. Now, I know I got a lot of Memphis listeners, so I know... Memphis, Tennessee in the building. Hair Major located in Cordova, Tennessee. Book your appointments today. Tell them Big sent you, man. I'm out. Peace. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. So, uh, I was talking about the Lakers and the Clippers start to show off. Now, I, I failed to mention that the Lakers do have one big glaring issue and they need to nip this shit in the bud immediately or as Tip would say expeditiously and that's Kyle Kuzma fucking around with Kendall Jenner don't make no goddamn sense when will these folks learn Ben Simmons sprung Nose wide open, boy. Got his nose wide open. Say she curved him at a little at a little party or something. She had already cheated on him once. Like, come on, man. God damn. I know you from Australia, but sheesh. That's not cool, my guy. Not cool. Did they not learn from Blake Griffin? Hmm? And then it's the light skin. It's all the light-skinned dudes, all the biracial dudes. Kendall Jenner just keep getting over. Just just keep getting over on them. I mean, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like y'all going to learn eventually, ain't you? Okay, she can do the bottle cap challenge. That's great. But, but I mean, Jordan Clarkson, Justin Bieber, Ben Simmons. That's 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 it's pretty pretty little list right there. Pretty hefty list. Pretty pretty big list right there. And this is just the one we know about. And Blake Griffin ended up getting divorced and having to pay a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. Like, like, what, what, let me, let me, let me just, let me just help Kuzma out here. What's my boy name? Blake Griffin Divorce. 
Here we go. He had to strike a child support deal because they was together for eight years and was supposed to get married in 2017 until he broke up with her and started dating Kendall Jenner. He broke up with her and started dating Kendall Jenner. Then the, then the ex said she was homeless and didn't have no money after he left her. And they, they, they handled it privately. He allegedly was going to have to spend a combined $258,000 a month. Now they claiming on TMZ that the number wrong. I don't they say that it's private. But he got a $171 million contract. Okay, okay, here we go. This is an updated one. Said he paying $32,000 a month in child support. That's a that's a that's a far cry from $258,000 a month. Cause I was about to say somebody needs to start a GoFundMe for Blake Griffin. But that's $384,000 a year. $384,000 a year. And this kid is young. They young. Like, just think about it. For one child, if let's say the child is six years old. For one child, for the next 12 years, that's $4.6 million a year. I mean, $4.6 million, period, over the next 12 years total. God damn. Whew. Hmm. My, my, my. It's cheaper to keep her. It is cheaper to goddamn keep her. I'm sorry. That, that don't make no goddamn sense. So, Kyle Kuzma, pay attention. Just, just, just. You're supposed to be in the gym getting up shots. They didn't get Kawhi Leonard, so now you got more opportunities. I know you want to have fun, but have fun with the right ones. Damn it, man. Whew. Well, I know he ain't playing point guard. Of course, he can't handle the ball like that anyway. But LeBron playing point. I think it's a good idea. It's what he does essentially anyway. But yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Done talking about the Lakers. Let's talk about some positive things here, huh? BTSE and friends. That's right. We back. Third annual back to school giveaway. Man, it take a lot of planning, preparation, hard work, and I appreciate my family, my friends, my my associates, um, far and wide. Everybody who wants to help donate, who has donated in the past, and who plans on donating this year. I thank you. We thank you. We all thank you. It's a team effort. Swear it's nothing that I do by myself at all. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Keeley's, my big homie, Kilo, for, for giving me the building. You know what I'm saying? Donating the building for that day. Shout out to all the parents who bring their kids. Shout out to DJ Hen. Shout out to Big D, Famo ENT. Uh, man, shout out to man, Upkeep Ads, D-Man's Photography, D-Man's Media. Man, hair major, lifestyle, screen printing, the drop-off locations, super clean wheel and tires, 
man, Sound Extreme, Fishes, Wings Shack, all those good people, man. The, the city of Ripley, Henning. This year we doing it in Henning, Tennessee, too, at Palmer Turner. Appreciate them. I just thank everybody, man. I appreciate everybody who participates willingly. Those who say they're going to donate and don't. I appreciate you for thinking to, to lie and say you will. <laughs> but, man, we, we it's, it's going to be great again, man. So, two days in a row, July 27th. We're in Henning, Tennessee. July 28th. We're in Ripley, Tennessee. I wanted to do one in Memphis this year, and I was not able to. I, I would still like to do something here in Nashville, Antioch, you know, that area. Um, and, and I think it can be done and it will get done. So stay tuned for that. I don't care if it's right after the school year start. We're going to do something. Oh, yeah, we're going to do something. So, again... July 27th and July 28th, Keeley's Place, Palmer Turner. Well, I got them in reverse. Palmer Turner School in Henning, Tennessee, between 12 and 3 p.m. Ripley, Tennessee, July 28th, between 12 and 3 p.m. Keeley's Place, 137 Walking Street. Bring your kids. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some music. We're going to have some food. It's going, it's going down. And we got a surprise for y'all back home at Lauderdale, too. So just be on the lookout for that. Getting things in the works for those who like, man, I don't know what to get. We're going to have some for the grown folks, too. So just be on the lookout, man. You hear me? What's up, world? What's up, world? Hey, are you tired of seeing the same old billboards on the side of the road when you're driving up and down the interstate? I know I am. But if you're looking for a new wave to get your message across, out there in the world, holler at my people over at Upkeep Ads. That's right, Upkeep Ads offers advertising in a versatile format. Their mobile digital billboard is not only used as an effective way for outdoor advertising, but it's also portable. Yeah, you can take it inside to use it for messages at conferences or events to stream content indoors as well. It's great for outdoor advertising for political campaigns, grand openings, and a lot of other events. So contact my people over at upkeepads at gmail.com. That's U-P-K-E-E-P-A-D-S at gmail.com. Or you can give them a call, 901-701-7226. Tell them Big sent you. All right, all right, all right. We back to wrap this thing up. Look, I got to give a shout out, right, to Miss Coco, Little Miss. Corey Coco Golf. Now, if y'all aren't familiar with the name, I'm sure you will be soon because her phones are probably ringing off the hook from management and all these, you know, sponsors out here who want to get her signed onto some type of deal because she upset Venus Williams in the first round of Wimbledon and then she made it all the way to the round of 16. And she did come up short over the weekend. But that's just the beginning for this young, bright star. Shout out to Black Girl Magic. Like, she she showed up to Wimbledon. She's only 15, y'all. 15. 
And she showed up and showed the fuck out. She beat Venus Williams. <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all know what that mean, but, you know, that's Venus Williams. <laughs> so, I'm just happy for her. She was able to make it to the round of 16. She uh, lost to Simona Halep. Um, and she was gracious, but she didn't smile after losing. But the crowd loved her. You know, she she beat Venus in the first round. Then she beat Magdalena Rabarikova. Then she had a comeback win over Polona Hercog. One of the best matches. Now they're calling it Coco Mania. You know, Michelle Obama, Jaden Smith, giving a shout-out. So, I, I'm just happy for her, man. That's that's great. It's good to see something like that happening. Black women are God, if you ask me. Goddess, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, big ups to Coco. I, I, I wish her nothing but, but the best. Great health and wealth and happiness. Because if you're out there doing it right, she got two very present brown-skinned parents, father and mother in the crowd cheering on. That's a beautiful sight. It's beautiful and powerful powerful to see. Um, I, for one, being a, a young brown-skinned brethren who had events and both of my parents were always there. So, hey, shout out. Keep it going. Coco Mania, I'm all for it. Now, I got to talk about entertainment a little bit. Movies, TV, Netflix, all that. I've been watching Lucifer on Netflix. That's not pretty straight if you into, like, cop shows and stuff. Pretty good show. Um, but, man. All right. So, I, I've been slacking on my movie critiques here recently. Because I go to the movies damn near every weekend. Especially in the busy season. You know, summertime, peak season for movies. I didn't see Aladdin, Shaft, Power. I said Power. Uh, Spider Man. What else? Hmm. I didn't see. I didn't see a couple other things. But these are the three I got to talk about. And I'm giving you my scores out of ten, from from highest rated to low. Now they all pretty good movies, in my opinion. I gave Spider Man Far From Home a nine out of ten. I'm a tough critic. I would have gave him a 10 out of 10, but he was just missing something. I don't... I, I, it was a lot of action. I think it moved kind of fast. I know it was a two-hour movie, but it moved kind of fast. I would have liked to see more interaction with uh, Happy and, and Aunt May, or just May now, they're not even calling her Aunt May, they're just calling her May. Um, I just, it was just more. It was it was more I needed to see. But I'm sure they're gonna give it to us again in 2021 or whenever they bring back the next one because it was a great movie. I saw it twice in one weekend. Um, shout out to the AMC Theater in Antioch. Great prices. Secret for those in the Nashville area. Antioch, Smyrna, Laverne. Matinee is four forty nine plus tax. 
So it's like 564 when you get done. If you pay for it in person. Now, if you do it online, it's a couple dollars because extra because of processing fees and all that shit. But still, it's a, it's a great deal. Um, I went and saw Shaft 2 twice. Um, now, Shaft, for those who like to criticize black movies and all that stuff, man, it's predictable, but it was entertaining. You know what I'm saying? It was very entertaining. I thought it should have had more action in that as well. Like, it was a few moments, but not enough for me. I hope they come out with a sequel to this one before, you know, the, the, the first shaft is really too old. So, I want them to keep these coming, man. They hadn't, I think the last shaft came out in like 98. So, yeah, they, they need to keep this thing going. I think they they probably had, let me let me look at the box office numbers. I'm sure they had some good box office numbers on that. Let's see here. Let's see what we got. The film was released on June 14th by Warner Brothers, and it was released digitally in the international markets at the end of June by Netflix. It grows 19 million. Hmm. Ooh. So it's, yeah, it got a thirty million dollar budget. And it grows nineteen million so far. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they can do something with that hell. If Netflix got a hold of it, Netflix makes some good ass movies too. So. Let's not just act like Netflix got some boo-boo. Because that new Mike Epps stand-up. Fine. And all the movies I be watching, the Netflix originals now, I see why they went up on the price. They went up on the price, but the quality is A1. Like Adam Sandler movie he put out, A1. Like, A1. Now on to Aladdin. Yes, Aladdin. I went and checked it out back in May. I wasn't as impressed with it as a lot of my peers. A lot of people I know who went to see the movie, they, they just loved it. It was a great movie. Now, I, I can say shout out to the to all the messages in there, to the women and the girls in the world. I think great positive messages are being sent out. But the movie itself was all right. It was all right. I didn't go see that one a second time. Nope. Didn't go see that one a second time. Wasn't feeling it. It was straight, but... I only went to see it for nostalgia purposes. Now, here next week, when old Mufasa and Simba and Nyla return, that movie there is reserved for the adults, okay? Ain't no kids. I don't want to see no babies. I heard, matter of fact, it was somebody who brought a baby, not a little child, but a baby to the movies to see Spider-Man. Why? 
talking about crying during the previews and shit. Granted, the baby was quiet during the during the movie. Maybe because I don't know, they probably brought a tablet in there and put some headphones on the baby or something. But that 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 don't need to happen during Lion King. Goddamn it! I'm telling you right now, you don't bring no goddamn babies in there. Shit, hell. Have a month, man. Look. Lion King came out in 1994, 1995, if I'm not mistaken. Why? 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 If you, if you wasn't born, it came out in 94. If you wasn't born, oh, man, this movie ain't for you. It's for us. You got to be 25 and up to go watch Lion King. You got to be 25 and up. Damn it, man. And let's not forget this weekend in select AMC theaters across the country. Master P, that's right. The mogul, the businessman, the the, the artist, whatever you want to call him. Call him a, a boss, entrepreneur. He got out, got the hookup too, dropping in AMC theaters, and you can get it on video on demand digitally as well on July 12th. AMC theater number eight in Antioch will be having that one showing. I'm going opening night, opening weekend, whatever, because I'm trying to support the, the film. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people, oh, dude, dude. man, look, I saw I got the hookup, the original. I'm a fan of that. Black and blue, yeah. All that. So I got to go see part two. DC Young Fly, Fat Boy, SSE, Funny Mike. Got a lot of people. Uh, John Witherspoon back. AJ Johnson back. So yeah, I want to see this. I'm going to the theater to support that. Just like I supported all the other movies I just talked about. And all the other movies I done went to see. And y'all done probably went to see too. If you saw the original, why not go see I Got the Hook Up too? It's only right. Motherfuckers getting too bougie these days. Man, look, bro. If ain't nobody trying to put that bag out there, they got to do it. Hey, I'm going to see it. Because when I put my first feature film out there, and this ain't its first, but I'm just saying. When I put my first feature film out there one of these days, I'm going to need y'all to go rock with that. You hear me? So... With that being said, check out the, well, y'all, when y'all hear this, the MLB All-Star Game will be going on. They had the Home Run Derby. Shout out to Vlad Guerrero Jr. That man hit 91 home runs last night. He lost, <laughs> but he hit 91 home runs. Damn. That's wild, I know. So, yeah, shout out to him. That's all I got for y'all, man. I'm excited for baseball now because NBA free agency over with, NBA season over with, football don't start really until September. Got training camps and all this stuff coming up, but it's baseball time now in America. So I'm going to check out my socks, keep up with them. See, we everybody talking about the Yankees and the, the Astros and the Dodgers. That's cool. After the All-Star break, though, we're going to crank this thing up. We're going to have a, a great second half to the season. Gonna make another run. We trying to go back to back, man. We trying to go back to back. So, 
Y'all be easy, be blessed, be safe, be happy, be positive, you hear me? Any negative thoughts you have, let that shit go. Let that shit go. Let it go. <laughs> y'all be out. Make sure y'all subscribe, man. Like, share, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. I'm on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify iTunes podcast, all that, Apple podcast, all that, man. Y'all get at your boy. Let me know what you're thinking. Get at me on IG and Twitter at BTSE underscore 365. Y'all be on the lookout for the Killer Bees live podcast. It's going down very, 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 did I say very, very soon. Oh, yeah, and if you listening, I don't care where you at. If you need some help, some consulting on this podcasting journey, you trying to take a leap, we can make that happen too. If you can't make it to my classes, I'm doing one-on-ones. I'm starting up this week. My email address is btse365 at gmail.com. You're welcome. BTSE365.